Good evening and welcome. It's Women's Day today, a day of pride and also a day for reflection. It's been a horrific year for the safety of women in our country. A rape takes place in India once every 22 minutes. A child gets raped every 76 minutes. Only one in four rapists gets convicted. Shocking statistics. Tonight to share his concern on the need to respect and protect women in India, cricket superstar Gautam Gambhir live in our studios with an audience of concerned citizens who want to ask him about his specific concerns. Also joining us to share her concerns on the critical need for sensitivity towards women as they break through glass ceilings in the corporate workplace, Chanda Kocher, the CEO and MD of ICICI, one of the biggest faces in corporate India today. And if you thought that was it, we also bring you a very special interview with Michael Clark, the Australian cricket captain, as his team struggles against India in our home conditions. I'm Vishnu Shom. Here's a quick reminder of our second screen application. Get onto the application on your smartphone or on your tablet device and you can actually vote on questions which have been asked. You can actually ask us questions as well and find out a little bit more about uh, our panelists participating on the show this evening on India Decides. I'm Vishnu Shom. Here's uh, a quick look then at some of the big stories today in fact we'll get to Gotham in exactly a minute from now but first a look at some of the protests and processions on women's day today My daughter feels it's secure with her daughter. Gautam, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, it's yes. great to have uh, you in our studios to share your concerns on an issue that affects millions of people in our country. Why did you feel that this was uh, a an issue that you wanted to personally attach yourself to? I think it's been it's been something which is very important for the growth of the country. If your women in India is are not if they don't feel secure. I think I've always maintained one thing that there needs to be equality between men and female. Unless there won't be equality, this country will not progress. So I think, and the safety of women. I think everyone's got wives, sisters, and mothers at home. So I think we need to we need to actually make it a point that we need to start respecting the respecting them because most of these issues that's been happening around the country is due to lack of respect which we show towards women. So it was an important issue. So I felt it's very important for me, people like me. Are, not only me but all the people around the country should attach themselves with was it uh, the december rape uh, in south delhi on that bus that actually triggered you into thinking that look this is now a time when you feel that you need to speak or is it is it an issue a concern that you've always had and that you know it's something which you've now decided to bring up 
it was always there because it was not that only after that incident I felt that women were not secure uh, in this country. I think it's been happening for a long, long time. I think women, if you ask any women, once once there's a sunset, I, I don't think so. Any of the women would be very comfortable going outside, and which is which I think is I think is is a shocking thing because women should be able to roam as freely as men do, and so that was always the case. But it was just that uh, such kind of incidents just try and get the entire country together but I've always maintained that why only we need to wake up once these kind of incidents happen we should have been far more aware and far more I think proactive in taking hard decisions a uh, long long time back um, I'm just going to quickly bring in some of our, our audience uh, members over here does anybody have a question for Gautam put that question across to him why don't you go ahead yeah uh, hi sir hi. you just said that um, uh, women uh, have the right to roam around freely, uh, but don't you think that men have an equal role to play? Uh, men should be protecting women uh, when it comes to their safety and when it comes to roaming around outside alone, because uh, it is the men whom we are afraid of. There are some men who are uh, uh, checking you out, if you if you can put it. Okay, so the role the, the role of men in actually protecting women, right? Yes. Absolutely, I totally agree with you. It uh, it has to come from everyone. I think uh, there was a couple of days back I said something on the news channel as well that it is not about people in the parliament. It is not about laws which are made uh, in the whatever in the institutions or courtrooms. It's about how much you respect female or women in this country, and it has to start from the upbringing. What you eventually get back home, and unless you don't get the right uh, upbringing, and uh, unless you start respecting females these things will keep happening so it has to come from everyone not only I think one or two people but all of us as citizens of this country because it's a big shame on the country rather than we as Indians should be feeling ashamed that women in this country are not really secure so that's that's a big shame on this country and you know that's a very important question you asked because uh, what a lot of people in this city do in not just not just you know our country but but Delhi specifically is that when they see an instance of crime against women harassment loot talking touching groping the things that you know people know happens on a daily basis on an hourly basis they look the other way they don't act whether it's men or women possibly because they're too scared possibly because they feel that it doesn't make any difference and possibly because they've just become accustomed to it isn't this one of the worst worst aspects of being in our national capital absolutely I think then why do you call yourself as Indians I think it's a disgrace if someone someone whoever it is not only about men even in, even if so even if a female is looking at such instances or someone standing there and making such things happen I think it's a big disgrace so it has to come from within which I'm a very strong believer in that unless you start feeling for women in this country unless you start feeling that this can happen if this is happening today to someone it can happen to someone who's close to you a couple of days later as well so I think it has to it has to be a decision it has to be something which has to come from within and it's been high time I think we've had a lot of talks and stuff I think media has been taking up these issues and uh, Politicians have been talking a lot on these issues, that, but I always feel that now it's time to take action rather than talking. Uh, you know, one of the questions which was actually coming into us is, um, you know, what about uh, some of your your other cricketers, your friends, people in the, in, in the India team, when all of these rapes were being reported, when the horrific December rape uh, was being reported, was there a sense of outrage there as well? Yeah, I think uh, everyone was absolutely zapped and shocked because sometimes you feel really ashamed thinking that you're an Indian and such things are happening in your country because it just becomes international, it becomes an international issue when it's been uh, telecasted on news channel and it goes everywhere in the world you just 
end up feeling ashamed of yourself that such things is ha- has happened in our country because honestly I've not heard a lot of such kind of things happening anywhere else in the world it's just most of the time ha- you end up listening to such kind of things happening in this country so you at, at times feel really ashamed that it has happened and women in this country are not safe which is I think which is a very very disturbing thing f- thing for all of us do you do you remember some of the cricketers who were particularly affected who, or who spoke yeah, about it look everyone I can't just mention one being an Indian not only cricketers I think everyone should be feeling ashamed of what has happened and what's been happening so around it was a question of national pride for your your cricketer absolutely friends yeah. this is national pride being disgraced in as much as it is a crime uh, against women absolutely I, I, it's I think being an Indian it's it's a it's a big shame on all of us that the such things has been happening and even after that incident not a lot of things have changed no which, they haven't yeah which I think which is far more disturbing and which uh, which has been far more disturbing and I think it's it's been shocking as well one of the things which have actually been happening is more instances are now being reported so if there is one pro that has come out of this extensive reporting in the last couple of months is that yes the number of cases are going up but it's also because they are being reported more and that's that's actually quite a frightening point because the number of cases were actually always very high right and and so while people say that look more cases are now being reported imagine how many more cases are still being unreported any further questions for gautam go ahead hello my name Hi. is utnan well uh, do you think there's a problem in the system because as the legislators they have made laws as according to the indian constitution article 15 sub clause a says that it's the fundamental right of every citizen of india to renounce any derogatory part on the women right so do you think still the peop- there are people who are immune and whose case doesn't come up to everybody you know they're not bring to the justice exactly they should be br- brought up to look i totally agree with you i think there's uh, you need to have there's been a lot of talk happening that whether we should change the law or amend the law i think it was high time we should have done it i think unless there are strict laws for such kind of crimes there won't be a solution for it uh, people before committing such a such kind of crime should should actually be thinking about the consequences what's going to happen unless you're scared of what you're doing and the punishments which you're going to get i think uh, these things will keep happening i don't know why we are waiting for making the law change i think this should have happened long time back and i think we're just waiting and that's what i said that it's time for action rather than talking a lot because we've heard a lot of people saying a lot of things and all that stuff but it doesn't make any sense unless you take a the step in the right direction and till now we've not taken the step in the right direction so it's high time we should start doing that what about the varma committee report when it came out you're talking about um, action being taken in a time bound manner the varma committee report, report uh, it's a massive report came out in less than a month uh, isn't that in a sense an inspiration here are a group of extremely educated people lawyers and others who actually put their minds to it and came out with what a lot of people felt was a path breaking document it's now up to the government to act as quickly yeah this should have i think government should have acted pretty seriously and pretty quickly because i don't know what they've been waiting for i think there was a lot of talks about fast track courts and uh, harsh punishments in trying to change the law and stuff but i don't think so anything has happened on that front which i think which itself is a big shame because if criminals committing such kind of crimes are still not being punished and i think this still not a, not a decision that has happened on that front that itself show that how how much talk it has been taken place and how much action has taken place so it's time that we need to start taking action yeah well gautam i'd like to, uh, like you to reflect uh, on, on a story that we're going to actually play out at this stage if women's day is all about sensitivity this is how things often go dreadfully wrong 
Now the family of the Kerala woman who was raped 42 times in 40 days in the infamous Surianelli rapes was told by a church to stop visiting until things start settling down. They have been fighting for justice since 1996 and are no way close to getting it as their case comes up before the High Court for re-examination of evidence. Now a priest in the church advises the Surinelli gang rape victim's family to stay away from the church till the matter settles down. This insensitivity coming right after the disappointment they faced in a court when their petition to make Rajya Sabha deputy chairperson PJ Kurian also a Catholic and accused in the case was rejected for the lack of any fresh evidence. Just to give a thanksgiving on tenth I approached the priest. Uh, then the priest told me that uh, now you are appearing, that means now you are known to everybody in this area because of you are, your face is coming in TV channels, etc. So I advise you better not to come to church for a, uh, for a period. Hmm. Um, did it... Have you gone to church after that? After that I did not go to church. Does this upset you? Yeah. Yes? Yes. Why does it upset you? Because I am a regular church goer here. Hmm. So suddenly the, the priest told me like that which much hurted my heart my felt and which felt my heart here. But the church insists it never banned any of the victim's family. The Surinelli gang rape victim had stopped going to church almost two, three years back. The father says the reason behind that was that people inside the church would look at her, would comment at her, would talk about her, saying that this is the lady who is the Surinelli gang rape victim. Now the family doesn't have a church to go to. Is it correct for a church? to ask or advise anybody who believes in that institution to stay away from the church for a while, especially when the church itself becomes a symbol of strength and sustenance for that specific family. Not the church alone, but any religious institution for that matter. With camera person S.P. Babu, Sneha Koshi for NDTV. Well, the point here, Gautam, is that uh, in this particular case, the church considers this this woman to be a victim and they don't want to be associate themselves with a victim they want things to calm down before she comes back to church so even though they may not have been a ban they were told that look just avoid the church for a while you know you're in the news avoid it because perhaps the church was uncomfortable with them being over there because those who have been raped are seen as victims they're never considered survivors and perhaps this language also needs to change two points Look, I think that's been the biggest problem in this country. No one wants to, I think, everyone wants to just be away from such kind of things rather than taking the right action, rather than supporting people. I think, as you said, that rather than supporting victims, they just uh, want to be away from such kind of things, which, which unless you start 
going in the right direction unless you start helping victims and coming out of it these things can never be a solution and you know just uh, the the point that a lot of people make and i was also trying to make is that we use the word rape victim rape victim all the time it's part of our discourse politicians use it the police uses it we all use it but the word that really needs to be used is rape survivor because you you you, you may have been a victim at one stage but there is an entire life ahead of you and you've survived an ordeal and so you you know it, it's in the past there, there needs to be respect for those who have been assaulted right absolutely and, and for the rest of their lives that's also missing very true i think uh, what you said right now is a very correct thing rather than talking uh, rather than giving it a name called rape victim they should be called as rape survivors i think there's no bigger trauma than uh, getting such kind of thing happening to a woman and then living off uh, living after that after that trauma so i think i think we need to start uh, thinking on different lines and start i think thinking about women in a right direction that how we need to treat women uh, women in this country questions yeah go ahead good evening sir my question is somewhat related to your field itself uh, like you're the part of the indian cricket team men's indian cricket team you're whenever you win or there's victory from your side you're always the in, men's indian cricket team is always hyped very much is always largely covered but what about women's indian cricket team they are you know most of the times their achievements go unnoticed when they win something they are they are not that much applauded so don't you think this very thing is reflective of our ideology yeah. that even if women try to come out of the household courts still their achievements are not appla- applauded and appreciated yeah, what are you, what are your views on it yeah, that's Thank a very you. good question yeah look it needs to change i think uh, as i said that equality is very important sometimes when uh, and it starts from uh, from the time uh, when the women is about to conceive she's uh, or a men i think it's a male dom- dominating society which i think is a very wrong word which i'm saying right now it starts from i think when a when a girl is about to conceive the first thing is that most of the men wants that we need to have a boy because girl in this society is considered as a liability most of the places if you see which has to start from that point because unless you start respecting female at that point or women or a girl child at that time this thing will not change so it's high, as i said that all these things have to be taken into consideration and we need to move in the right direction and we everyone needs to be together working on such kind of thing and you said very rightly that if a men's team wins i think there are far more applause than a women team but this this is this is a problem in our society and which has to change with all the collective efforts from everyone so it has so it's time for us to move in that direction rather than talking a lot i can tell you yeah we got to do this thing and that thing but it's time that we need to take actions in the right direction you know gotham there was a 2012 report by unicef which found that 57% of indian boys and 53% of girls between the ages of 15 and 19 think wife beating is justified isn't this the biggest problem that violence against women is sort of ingrained in a lot of people in our country they have seen it hence it becomes acceptable there is a culture of violence no absolutely very much i think uh, the, there are a lot of issues not only rape is an issue but there are a lot many issues and it all starts the way you've been taught at home so whatever you've been taught at home however you've been brought up at home all these things reflects in your day to day basis unless you've been not taught the right thing not taught that you got to respect women all those things can never come to a solution so these things really need to be uh, we need to sort out all these things and it's an important i think it's an important it's a very big problem as well it's not only rape as a problem all these things has been a very big problem as well 
what about the, this, the, the, the culture of, and let's talk about your city, let's talk about Delhi. The culture of being macho in Delhi, uh, you know, uh, of, of, of men believing that, you know, they, they dominate women by the way they behave with women. Uh, it's, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, I think everybody does, you know, it's, uh, what, would you, what would you actually, Gautam, say to, to, to a young man out there who believes there is a particular way in which he talks to a woman, which is cool, and through which he can sort of assert his domination? Look, first of all, you only got to start dominate people who are, I think I feel you should. I think you should not be dominating anyone just for the heck of thinking that you're a macho. I think uh, there are far more better things you can do. And I always believe that uh, I think dominating a woman, especially, is a very wrong thing. And I've, I've been a very strong believer that there needs to be equality very, and women should be considered in the same way and women should be given equal opportunities as men gets and women should be given uh, equal applause as well. So I think one thing I would like to convey this message, I think we need to start we need to start thinking about women in the right way and we need to take them very seriously. I think we've not taken women very seriously, we've not respected them enough, so it's time we need to start respecting them now. And you know, Gautam, it's, it's uh, Women's Day today, but let's talk about children as well, because they are so vulnerable. Um, the, the girl child is extremely vulnerable. Young boys are vulnerable in the city. There was this horrific case of two siblings uh, who were taken from their school. You know, school is a place that's supposed to protect you. They were taken from their school. There was a ransom uh, note which was sent. The money didn't come. These two children were killed. Their bodies were dumped in Pragati Medan, in the forest in the, around Pragati Medan, in the heart of Delhi. Isn't it so frightening that our children are the most vulnerable in, in our cities? Look, Sashka, I think a lot of things needs to change in our law as well. We need to have strict laws for such kind of things. I think for everything, you see, you don't see a lot of such kind of things happening in any other countries. Just because people are not scared of committing such kind of crime, they know that they can be, they can come out of whatever they do. They can, there won't be harsh punishments. So that's why they take an advantage of, or take a liberty of doing such kind of things. So there has to be harsh laws, strict punishments, and we need to be very proactive. We need to start taking it quickly and we need to, need to start changing the law very quickly. Questions? Um, in the yellow shirt and then I'll come to you after that. Go ahead. Sir, according to you, what is more important, amending and making laws for women or change in the mindset of male-dominated society? I think both. I can't just mention one because it has to work together. That first of all, uh, change in the thinking which is very important, which is far more important than any other thing. But that will only happen slowly because suddenly with this kind of awareness and people talking a lot, this thing will not happen straight away. But with strict laws, I think people can at least be scared of committing such kind of crimes. They should be thinking before committing such kind of crimes. So it has to be both ways. It can't be just by having strict laws or by changing the thinking. It has both, both these things have to go hand in hand. Yeah. Hello. Um, do the police in our country, they every day do commendable things. Sometimes some of the members of the police organization do some shameful isolated ev events all over the country takes place. Don't, do you think the police has a much larger role to play in the safety of women or do you think they already have their hands full? Look, all of us, as I said, that it should not only be dependent, yeah, police is an important role, police plays an important role, but it has to come from all of us. I think we as men, 
plays an equal amount plays an equal amount of role as uh, police does so we can't just keep thinking that police will take all the will uh, will be able to control all, all these things but it has to come from all of us it has to be a collective effort from all of us because police cannot be there everywhere so so the i think if it has as an as a as a citizen of this country we also play an equally important role what police or any other person does there's also a vip culture that exists in our country there are more policemen and i they they're changing this but there have been more policemen in delhi who actually protect in fact there's one officer for every 200 citizens normally but there are 20 officers for every vip so even though we have the largest delhi police has the largest metropolitan police force in the world they aren't protecting the majority of the people um, so there is this there is this entire vip culture of security i think it's a shame i think police are meant to protect the citizen uh, normal citizen of this country rather than vip i think i don't think so any vip would be requiring such so many policemen to protect them i think the safety of the normal citizen of this country is far more important than any other thing i think crimes mostly happen against normal citizens rather than happening against any politician or vips and we people we as indians make vips they are not made vips just by doing something great we as normal citizens of the country or you all of us makes them what they call themselves as vips so i think police should be playing far more important role in protecting the normal citizen of this country rather than any other vips so called vips you have a five point solution i'm told uh, to to sorting out the problem is that true i mean have you thought through what some of the areas are look my f- most important point of my first most important thing is that respect is very important yes. we don't show enough respect for women in this country and it has to come from everyone it has to come from within it has to come from everyone sometimes even after listening to those kind of crime there were so many politicians turning up and still after that horrifying rape case there were a lot of statements which were made against a lot of statements which were made by the politicians which showed that that they don't believe that women or on the same platform as they are i think which is which itself is a big disgrace so i think we all of us needs to start respecting them and they should be given equal opportunity and they should be absolutely free to walk and do whatever male does or men does in this country which is the most important thing at the moment and you know that that the lack of public safety is another big issue in so many of our cities basic lamp posts are missing there is no light uh there is no light to you know to to enable women to to actually safely commute the condition of our buses uh and the the, the culture of behavior in our buses is appalling so there needs to be a sense of public safety also that needs to come in oh, i ha- i heard some of mrs sheila dikshit was saying that there's going to be a police constable in every ddc bus and all that stuff i think yeah she was making a right point a point but i don't know when it's going to start happening i think as i said that we've had a lot of discussion we've heard a lot from all of all the politicians and all the people concerned but the important thing is how much action have been have been taken i don't think so a lot of action has been taken till now so it's time that we need to take that action and as you said that there are sm- these are small small issue but ultimately it becomes it becomes big these are small small things which can bring a change but unless we start changing these things bigger thing will not change last couple of questions um okay let me all right go ahead hi my question is why why there is discrimination why there is reservation sympathy protection for women we don't want any reservation we don't want any sympathy we don't want 
any any sort of help from anybody we want equality and we want to face the challenge so we should be provided with the challenge not sympathy votes sympathy rights anything like that that's a good question i think yes. which is which is very important as i've been saying throughout that the equality is very important and uh, women should be given equal opportunity they should be considered on the same platform as any men would but all this thing will start changing with your thinking with you got to start change uh, changing your thinking which is i think which is the first step towards the right direction unless we start changing our thinking these things will not happen and as you said that yeah you need challenges you need i think quality rather than all those sympathies because sympathies does not take you anywhere all the only thing that takes you is challenges unless you start accepting challenges you will not go you will not be able to fulfill your dream so that's a very good question well gosan thank you so much for being an inspiration you i mean you've been an inspiration now for several years um but this is gautam gambhir in a new avatar uh, speaking on an issue which affects millions of people in the country thank you so much Pleasure for being part of this process for thank coming you. out on women's day uh, to to share your concerns and 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 explain it to all of us thank you very much indeed and all the very best of luck uh, for your comeback to the indian thank you very much. sure that will happen sooner than later thank you very much thank you. indeed a big round of applause thank you for coming thank you Thank you very much. Well, uh, joining us next to share her concern on the critical need for sensitivity towards women as they break through glass ceilings in the corporate workplace, will be joined by Chanda Kochar. Uh, she joins us in a few moments from now, the MD and CEO of ICICI. But first a quick look at the headlines. Vital Radadia, the Congress MP caught on camera brandishing a gun at a toll booth agent for daring to asking for the fee has now joined the BJP. Empty vessels make a lot of noise says Chief Minister Modi about Prime Minister Manmohan Singh's speech in parliament. The Punjab police arrest an NRI with 130 crores worth of drugs he claims a connection to the Olympic boxer Vijender Singh who denies all links and says he's ready for any drug test. And a group of priests at the Ajmer Dargah say that they will boycott the Pakistani Prime Minister when he visits the shrine in protest against the beheading of Indian soldiers. Also coming up later on in this program we promised you an action packed lineup we certainly have that. We've got uh, Captain Clark Michael Clark the Aussie captain coming up in a little while from now. Well she's one of the biggest faces in corporate India somebody who's broken all barriers and has risen to the very top of her profession joining us now the CEO and MD of ICICI Chanda Kochar thank you ma'am very much for being with us today it's just in the last couple of years that the issue of safety for women in the workplace and it's it's not just physical safety but it's also safety from from people who may use wrong language whose whose discourse may be wrong whose uh, the, the the signs may be wrong and incorrect is there a lack of sensitivity in corporate india to this well i i would say that there is a lack of sensitivity but i think it is very important for every corporate to make sure they create an environment where harassment is not tolerated at all and not just that i think it's important for the women employees to know that the corporate is focusing on creating an environment where harassment will not be tolerated so For example at ICICI we've had a very robust sexual harassment policy. I think all the women employees know that if there is any issue they have the ability to escalate it 
that each issue will be looked at in full detail and that there is a zero tolerance for any of those events or incidents. So, uh, you know, it's, it's important to create that environment. It's important to give the comfort to the women that this environment exists and that they have a way out if ever such incident takes place. Uh, that's one. The second is over and above that, the issue of physical safety. Uh, again, we have, uh, you know, in ICICI made sure that if women go for sales calls much later in the evening, then there's a protocol that they need to follow, uh, that their offices need to be kept informed, uh, and how they can contact anyone if there is an issue. Uh, similarly, if uh, women have to sit late and work, uh, we generally have a system where they would be dropped uh, or accompanied by a male colleague and so on. So I think there are, these are some of the minor sure. details, minor points, but I think they're very important. Why don't we speak a little bit about empowerment of, of Indian women in the Indian workplace? Um, you know, many years back, and perhaps not too uh, in the distant uh, past, for women to actually rise to break through barriers would have been very, very difficult. You're an example of somebody who's risen to the very top of your profession. Uh, across corporate India, does this still remain uh, a big challenge? It's a male-dominated workplace at the very highest levels. For women to actually make it to the top is extremely difficult. I think the real empowerment for women comes from uh, only one uh, effort from the side of the corporates and one effort from the side of the women themselves. That is, the corporates have to make sure they create a gender-neutral environment, uh, which means it has to be a merit-based environment. Uh, they basically give responsibilities, give jobs to people on the basis of their capabilities, irrespective of the fact whether they are a male or a female. Uh, and similarly, I think it's for the female employees to say that when we are at a workplace, uh, we expect just a level playing field. We don't expect any special benefits. I mean, the jobs that involve long hours of working, so be it. The jobs that involve amount of travel, so be it. But that whether it's a male or a female, he or she has to give his or her fullest to the job. So I think as we start making our work environments gender neutral and merit based, and as women realize that they work in the workplace in a level playing field and really perform in a level playing field, uh, that is when you will see more and more women uh, moving up. Uh, you know, talking of whether there's a change or not on the corporate sector, well, I would say I've seen the corporate sector over the last almost 30 years. Uh, I think clearly there is a change here. Uh, there was at one point in time a situation where corporates would even hesitate to employ women because they had inhibitions about whether women would actually work with full dedication and focus. I think from there, there is a change where all corporates are going ahead and, in fact, wanting to get more and more gender diversity in their workforce. Right. So I think to that extent, there's a huge difference. But we will, I mean, this is an evolution. This is a journey. It's only over a period that you'll see more and more women move up from the working level to the middle management to the senior management and so on. One final question to you. Um, the role of, of women in the, in the workplace is all very well, but what about the role of women as mothers, uh, mothers who are still professionals? Uh, is there, again, a lack of sensitivity that you see out there in corporate India about having a, a requirement for women to fulfill their professional requirements, whereas the role of, of, of women as mothers often tends to be discounted? No, I think the role of women as mothers, as wife, as daughter, as daughter-in-law is equally important and uh, I don't think that is a role that either the woman can afford to ignore 
or the society or the corporates can allow that role to be ignored. Uh, it is important for us to make sure that working women play both the roles, the roles of a working woman and the role of being the mother, the wife, the daughter, the daughter-in-law. Uh, well, I think the corporates can play some role here in trying to be sensitive to the needs, the special needs of women at particular times, especially when you know they are on their family way, when they are having their first child, the second child. But more importantly, it's also for the woman to take the responsibility of performing this role very well. I mean, it, need, it requires hard work, it requires prioritization, it requires focus, it requires time management, it requires all that. Uh, so it's not a cakewalk, but I think with focus, with dedication, it's possible to play both the roles. Well, one related question to that, the government of India has some of... Uh, some of the most progressive standards when it comes to things like maternity leave or leave for mothers, even when they want to perhaps be with their children as they take exams. And this is a leave that can be taken over a period of several months, right till the time the child uh, is, is about 18 years of age. Corporate India is, is much more rigorous in a sense. They don't have such flexibility. Uh, should a corporate India actually evolve itself? Should we adopt standards like what, say, exist in Scandinavia or in Australia, other parts of the world? I think for corporates India, rather than just going by rules, I would say that, uh, you know, it is very important for corporate India to be sensitive to human requirement. And here I would say that we have to be sensitive to requirements of both men and women. I mean, Again, the policy that we have followed in ICICI is that sometimes it's women who need a transfer because they have to, uh, you know, uh, adjust their work life with their family life. But many a times it's the men who need a transfer because of their family reasons. I think we are equally open to kind of trying and accommodate as many such requests as possible. There are many times that men have the need to actually spend time with their children during exams as, as much as women have. So... It is what is more important is really to be sensitive to human needs, to be sensitive to what the requirements of either a mother or a father could be and uh, try and accommodate those to the most uh, extent as possible. And is that a philosophy that you actually share with, with women who choose to work from home during <coughs> a certain part of their career? Because there's a raging debate out there now on whether people need to actually be in work to show that they're actually working. No, I think, again, there is no hard and fast rule here. Uh, you know, while every corporate needs to be very, very flexible and, and be as accommodative as possible, but at the same time, we have to recognize that on the other uh, extreme, there are some jobs that just cannot be done from home. I mean, if we have to run 3,000 branches, then I think in the branches, the employees have to be present if they have to serve the customer. Whereas there is a lot of analytics that some of it can be done uh, you know, in the middle of the night or sitting at home and so on. So I think you cannot draw up a very hard and fast rule here. Uh, you have to basically create a sensitivity in the organization to say that we will accommodate and be as sensitive as possible and then implement that with the right spirit. All right, uh, Mr. Chanda Kocher, thank you so much uh, for speaking to us. Thank you so much indeed, Chanda Kocher, the MD and CEO of ICICI Bank joining us there on, uh, on Women's Day on the need for empowerment and sensitivity. I think that's the message that she wants to send out there. Thank you very much indeed.